0: Hey, everybody, Ryan Dorn here, and welcome to the Sales Training World broadcast for this month. We sure appreciate you being here. Thanks for all the questions that you've sent in. We're going to dig in uh, to one of those in some pretty good uh, detail. A special welcome to all of our friends from 360addsales.com. Sure appreciate uh, all of you folks that sell media and technology and digital out there. And uh, thanks so much for being a part of the program and sending in your questions each and every month. We sure appreciate that. All right, let's dig in deep this month, and we're going to talk. Uh, Uh, about an email that was sent in by Andrea, and Andrea is in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Andrea writes, Ryan, our entire organization falls into a slump during the fall of the year, so it leaves us a little unprepared for the new year. We're in a great location. We've got great products and services. What can we do to boost our sales this fall and to give us a good kickstart into the new year. Andrea, thanks for the question. And if you've got a question, please feel free to send it in uh, over to ryan at brainswellmedia.com. So, all right, let's dig into Andrea's question. And what I want to share with you is Andrea and everybody that, that fall is a terrible time of year for sales. It just really, really is. So for most sales professionals, the autumn season really kind of signals the beginning of the end of your sales year. Now, for those of you that are in the media sales business and the advertising business, obviously you're selling into your 2017 issues or to your 2017 programs, but you're not alone. Other sales professionals are in the same space and in the same predicament. So even if your fiscal year doesn't follow the calendar year, that doesn't necessarily matter. When you add in the holiday season, uh, so you add in Thanksgiving and Christmas and the new year, people tend to slow down. And so what can we do to fight that? Now, what are the things that slow down? Buying decisions slow down. Marketing tends to slow down. Everything tends to slow towards the fall of the year, which kills us as salespeople, right? Because our numbers end up in the tank and we don't want that to happen. So let me give you 10 thoughts uh, as a sales coach and as a sales trainer, uh, 10 thoughts on what we might be able to do to fix that. You can see also all these detailed uh, on on my blog as well in some great detail as well. All right. Number one is do not believe the crowd. Okay. Number one, don't Believe the crowd. Now, a lot of people will tell you no one makes decisions this time of year. That's a lie. Okay, it's just a lie. It's a lie, my friends. It is not true. Now, if you are waiting, though, for this time of year for someone to make a sale, or or if you're just now beginning the sales cycle in the fall, then you're actually too late. So let's talk through that a little bit. What I teach as a sales trainer, as a sales coach, is that decisions are often made before you even start the selling process that's called sales marketing so while I'd love to walk in and close a deal on the very very first meeting that often doesn't happen Now I'm pretty good okay but that doesn't always happen so the sales process begins before the time when you ask for the order Obviously, you do need to ask for the order, and it's interesting to me the number of salespeople that are afraid to do that, so that may be something for you to practice. So don't believe the crowd that sales slow down this year. Now, as a part of my sales process, one of the things that I like to do is understand that this time of year is really good for me. It's really good. It's a good opportunity for me, and you need to believe that too. When others are dormant, you should be active, and that's something that's very important to remember. The other thing to consider this time of year when not believing the crowd is that there is a lot of people, a lot of your clients that fall into that use it or lose it scenario. So let me explain. So let's just say my client has a budget that ends on December 31st. They've got $5,000 left. If they don't spend that five grand, they lose that five grand. If they don't spend that five grand this year, that means their budget could be reduced by $5,000 the next year. So that's why it's important for all of us to understand that there's a use it or lose it scenario in play as well. So two things for you. Number one is don't believe the crowd that nobody makes any decisions this time of year. And number two, that use it or lose it scenario also can fall into the equation. All right, number two for you, this is a great time of year to look to expand your client relationships. So if you're taking notes, number two, look to expand your client relationship. So what I mean by that is when other sales people go dormant, this is a great time of year to host meet and greets. It's a great time of year to host lunch and learns. It's a great time of year to be in non sales sales mode. See if you follow me on that non sales sales mode. And so what I mean by that is I'm doing non sales sales activity. So I'm not physically selling. Well, what I'm doing is using this time of year to grow relationships with people, whether I'm inviting them to a lunch and learn educational uh, time, maybe I'm inviting them to a conference call with several other clients, Uh, maybe I'm taking them out to lunch, maybe it's an opportunity to host a little gathering uh, at your TV station or your office or your magazine office or whatever the circumstance here is, this is a great time of year to grow relationships. All right, number three on how to boost fall sales do not stop prospecting. Do not stop prospecting. A lot of people actually stop prospecting this time of year. And the reason is because they know that people are not making a lot of buying decisions. So why would I prospect? I don't want to prospect and then meet with people that don't have a budget approved. I don't want to prospect and not meet with people that can't make a decision. Wrong, wrong. What you want to understand is If you believe my first point, which is you need to do a lot of work in advance of the sales meeting itself, this is a great time of year for that. That's a prospecting task. So don't stop prospecting this time of year for fear that you might have a meeting with somebody that doesn't have a budget to make a decision. That's fine. If they don't have a budget to make a decision, one of the things that I'm saying to them is, it's okay. I just want to meet with you so you know what's going on, so when your budget is approved, I'm the first person that's on your speed dial. So if you stop prospecting this time of year, that means instead of prospecting, you're procrastinating. And when you procrastinate, quite honestly, you get nothing done. Would you agree with me on that? All right, hopefully you do. All right, number four of 10 ideas to boost fall sales is reignite that fire in what it is that you're selling. Reignite that fire in what it is that you're selling. Let's be honest, you're driving to work, you're walking to work, biking to work or whatever. The skies are gray. The The leaves are falling off the trees, okay? People are getting fat, if you will, <laughs> from eating too much turkey at Thanksgiving or whatever the circumstance is. Ho-hum, kind of humdrum. It's a gray time of year. So when I'm coaching with you, one of the things I would say is, tell me, what is it that really got you excited to accept this job when you first began? What is it that got you excited? I might also say, go back and and tell me what got you excited about this product in the very beginning. So remember in a coaching session, what a good coach is going to do is, is help you reflect. They're going to ask you questions. They're going to draw some thoughts from inside of you to help inspire you and to grow you forward. And a lot of those are in forms of questions. To help you reignite that fire. What got you excited about selling this product. Or working for this company in the first place. It's just like a relationship. A personal relationship that you'll have with your spouse or with your partner. or Whatever the circumstance is. And a lot of times when you lose that spark. When that spark is gone or you lose that fire. You go and you seek some help. And that person is going to say, what was it that helped? What was it when you fell in love with this person? What was it about that person that caused you to fall in love? Think about the same thing as it relates to your sales life or the products or services that you sell. It's very, very important for you to figure out and reignite that love, that passion that you had for your company, for your product, or for your service. Because a lot of times in the fall, when it's gray out there and the trees are bare and the temperature is dropping, sometimes it's hard to get excited about selling anything at all. Trust me, I sell every day just like you. Some days are better than others. Would you agree with that? Okay, cool. All right, number five, clean up your CRM tools. Number five, clean up your CRM tool or tools. I'm amazed at the number of times as a sales coach and sales trainer, I'll be working with a company live in their office and I'll say, tell me what is it that you know is is wrong with your CRM tool? Oh, Ryan, right, it's got so much junk in it, and the data is outdated, and and they're just everything is everywhere. It's just a mess. Well, that's not going to help you. CRM tools that are a mess are not going to help you. So this is a great time of year when clients aren't calling you back, and you just don't feel like doing other things. Clean up your CRM tool, whatever that tool is, because it's important to you as a sales professional, to have a really clean CRM tool. Now, maybe you're saying, Ryan, what is a CRM? CRM is a customer relations management tool. So for those of us in the magazine business, I use the Magazine Manager uh, in my former life. Uh, I used Salesforce. There's a lot of CRM tools that are out there. Maybe you don't have a CRM tool. There's all kinds of different shapes and sizes of CRM tools. You need to have a CRM. I've worked with very few salespeople that are high-end professionals that don't have some type of CRM tool. So CRM tools keep you on track. They remind you of who to call. You can run reports through the tools, which we're going to talk about in just a second. So number five, to keep your sales boosted strong this fall, make sure your CRM tool is cleaned up. Okay, spend a little time on that. All right, number six of 10, dig deep on your personal professional development. Dig deep on your personal professional development. So what do I mean by that? There's going to be some downtime during the holidays rather than watching that same uh, reindeer special over and over again. (laughs) Maybe read a professional development book. And a lot of times people will say, Ryan, you know, tell me what book should I read? What I do to find great books is I ask people. But then what I also do is I go to websites like inc.com. So if you go over to inc.com, I-N-C.com, and then you just do a search for 27 books, just do a search for 27 books. You're going to find an article that's entitled 27 Books These Successful Executives Say Inspired Them Most. That's over at Inc.com. You can get online and watch videos just like these. Maybe you buy into a personal self-development program. Maybe you go online and buy into one of our sales training programs. Maybe you hire a sales coach this time of year. You know, I didn't realize until I became a coach, how effective and helpful coaching really is. Remember, you've got training and then you've got coaching. Training and coaching are very, very different. Training is I can download information to you and you might like that. I will just give you information. You figure out what you're going to do with it. Coaching is my ability to work with you one-on-one to help you find the answers to what's causing your sales to slump or to help you grow your business. If your business is growing and you're like, oh, what do I do with all this growth? A coach will help guide you on your mission or your journey to be very, very successful. There are two very distinct things. Coaching and training are two very, very distinct different things. So number six, dig deep on your personal, professional development during this time of year. All right, seven of 10, I hope you're finding this helpful, Andrea. Seven of ten, run reports to identify clients that you might be overlooking. Number seven, run reports to identify clients that you might be overlooking. All right, so let's think about this for a second. It's very important to think about this. You might say to yourself, Ryan, I never overlook my customers. And I thought the same thing. But here's what I found, and that is, that I overlook people by accident. I'm only human just like you. I overlook people by accident. So I'm gonna log into my CRM tool, and in my case, because I sell a lot of of, of sponsorships and software, I'm gonna pull in and pull a missing client report. Somebody that bought from me in the past and didn't buy from me this year or this quarter. Now, I run this type of report every quarter because I don't want to miss anybody, but you, know, you might also consider running it once a year, but quarterly is even better. You want to run reports to identify clients that might be missing and then jump on those people, jump on those clients. So important. You don't want to overlook customers. And sometimes you do and you just don't realize that you've done it. All right. Number eight of 10. Remember, if you're joining us in the middle of this broadcast, we're talking about 10 ways to boost your fall sales numbers. Number eight, prepare year-end client impact reports. Number eight, Prepare year-end client impact reports. Now, for those of you that are listening as you drive or work out or whatever, all of these things are detailed out in my blog, so you can uh, check that out. Uh, the link is right here with the video as well. Each year, you have helped your clients do something, whether you sell a product or a service or whatever the circumstances. is. You've helped them do something. So create create a year-end client impact report showing what you did for them. Make it colorful. If you can create graphs, that'd be awesome. Make it something that's meaningful to them. Send it to them and then call to review it with them. It's called proof of performance. After you've done something, prove that you performed. Now, a lot of you are like, whoa, Ryan, I don't know that I want to open up the opportunity, you know, for that client to be contacting me back and complain about things. Client impact reports are foundational, fundamental, and they really, really work. Because clients constantly need to be reminded that you're doing things that are great for them. So this is a great time of year to prepare those year-end client impact reports reports. Now, for those of you that are my clients in the media business, this is so fundamentally important. You've got to do it. You've got to do year-end client impact reports. In the software business, you know, show what you've done to potentially impact their business. Talk about uptime. Talk about deliverability. Talk about upgrades. Talk about customer support. Talk about the number of times you helped them make their business great. All right, idea nine of 10 to boost your fall sales performance. Idea number nine, plan out your 2017 wish list. Number nine, plan out your 2017 wish list. And what I mean by that is who's gonna be on your top 10 list, if you will, or top 20 list or big 50 list for next year. Plan that out. Then what you wanna do is you wanna sit down and you wanna create a sales marketing program with specific steps for each one of those people. You need a sales marketing program with specific steps for each one of those people. So if you plan out your 2017 wish list, then what you can do is you can actually create a further plan, a sales marketing plan, to get in front of those people in unique and relevant ways. Now that sales marketing plan might include sending them things, you might include handwritten thank you notes, Starbucks cards, cookies, it might include a personal visit by you, phone calls, emails. But if your sales marketing plan is email only, I'm gonna beat you. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna my me, my clients, my my friends in the sales business that know what we're doing, we're gonna kill you <laughs> because we're doing these type of things to reinforce and get in front of people. Email is not enough. You need a sales marketing program. Who's on your 2017 wish list? Create a marketing program to reach these people. There's so many pieces and parts Of that program. If you don't know what to put in that program, reach out to me. We'll get on the phone and uh, we'll figure out a way to, to do that. All right, let's bring this train into the station and talk about idea number 10. Okay, 10 of 10. It's important for you to look for ways to inspire others around you. Look for ways to inspire others around you. Now, you might say, well, Ryan, why is that important? to a fall development process. What am I going to do? How's it going to help me boost sales in the fall? Most salespeople look to others to inspire them. So if you want to create a chain or a circle or whatever it is that is going to benefit you, you need to inspire those that are around you. Maybe you help them by creating their wish list. Maybe you help people with their time management goals within your sales organization. Maybe you take somebody out to lunch. Maybe you help somebody clean up their CRM tool. All the things we talked about, maybe you can help others accomplish those things. Because when you inspire others, it helps you grow. Then it helps them inspire others. And then maybe you will be inspired as well. What do, you, do you feel better when you receive a gift or when you give a gift? Let me ask you that. When, you, when do you feel better? When you receive a gift or when you get a gift? Give a gift, rather. So for me, I love to give. I mean, I love to receive. Don't get me wrong. Send me some gifts. All right, email me. I'll give you my address. (laughs) I love that as well, but I love to give to others. That's why I love what I do as a sales coach and a sales trainer. I love what I do. I love to give to others and see them grow from that. That's why number 10, looking for ways to inspire others around you is so important. Don't wait for others to inspire you. You need to inspire others as well. And that's why it's so unbelievably important. All right, let's review these 10. Idea number one, don't believe the crowd. Remember the crowd will say this time of year sucks in sales. So don't believe the crowd, get out there and get something done. People are making decisions. Number two, look to expand your client relationships. Take people out to lunch, get people on the phone, create lunch and learns, conference calls, etc. Number three, do not stop prospecting. Enough said, keep going. Number four, If you've lost your sales mojo, reignite that fire in what it is that you're selling, whether the product or the company, figure out what got you excited in the first place. Number five of 10, clean up your CRM tool. So important, clean it up, spend some time. Great time of year to do that. Number six, dig deep on your personal professional development, reading books through the holidays, signing on for training programs, things that you can do to grow yourself, to kickstart, the 2017 year in a new way. Number seven, run reports to identify what clients you might be missing. Don't think that you always remember everybody. Number eight, prepare year-end client impact reports. Number nine, plan out your 2017 wish list. And number 10, look for ways to inspire others. It's so important. All right, let's all admit this, autumn is a weird time of year for salespeople around the world. It just is. So if you let the gray skies and the holiday madness rule your sales life, you're setting yourself up for a flat start to the new year. So think about these 10 things and what you can do to motivate yourself. And Andrea, I, I, first of all, I've got a, a couple of thoughts for you. And thanks for the question, by the way. I've got a couple other thoughts for you. Number one, you live in Georgia. So be thankful for that because you get a lot more sun than we get in other parts of the country. And also I noted on here that you CC'd your boss on this email, which I think is great. Involve your superiors in solving these type of problems. So thank you, Andrea, for writing in this question. Sending your questions, ryan at brainswellmedia.com. You know, as a sales coach, I love this time of year. I get really, really busy coaching and training folks I'd love to help you that's what we do here at Brainswell Media, at Sales Training World, and at 360 Ad Sales. It's actually more affordable than you might think. Reach out, we've got a lot of coaches here that would love to help you for various different industries. If you're in software, I've got a coach for you. Media, I've got a coach for you. Nonprofits, we've got a coach for you. Reach out to us, we'd love to point you in the direction of personal success. All right, if you've got a question, reach out to us, ryan at brainswellmedia.com, and I'll answer you back personally. I hope these 10 ideas will inspire you you to be great this fall remember if sales was easy everybody be doing it and they're not so get out there and own this autumn own this fall holiday season and start the new year on a really really great trajectory towards success all right friends thanks for listening we'll see you out on the street